Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. The gang is all here. Mike, Joe, Ibby, Craig. We chilling. We hanging out. It's April 13th on a Tuesday evening. And I hope you guys are all doing all right today. Joe, how are you doing today? Today, it's been a busy day. A little tired. This is the first time I get to settle down and actually do something fun. Because I've been at doctor's appointments and haircuts and whatever whatnot but this is the first my first activity of the day i get to really enjoy so i'm ready to wind down talking about pokemon cards and then probably be up some more monsters and monster hunter afterwards dude yeah days off the older you get the more the days off just become a different day of work it's just like for your different job and that job is living yeah and you're like, all right, I got my day off. I'm ready. I'm amped. I'm going to sleep in a little bit. You sleep in. You get up. You're like, all right, now what? I'm going to sit. Well, you get a haircut. And I guess you got to do groceries. And I guess you got to go do this. And it's like, oh, that's cool. That's just how it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, really, that's what the weekends are for now, too. You know, Saturday comes around. I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's do my entire list to get ready for next week. Because as a coach and in education, it's just you just don't have a lot of time, especially in the climate that we are currently in. But obviously, you being in the medical field, it's very similar to that. Time time is not a huge thing that we have available to us currently. Nope. But we always have time to record this show. Before I get into the actual news for the day, I do want to just say, before I forget, we've talked about how... Us as players, we've been kind of fading in and out of actually playing the game online because really, when you play online, that certain spark isn't always there. It isn't always motivating you to keep playing. I was telling you, I'm more and more, dude, I'm growing on to Victini VMAX, man. I've started to play that more and more. I haven't, I haven't quite... I haven't quite sold myself into playing Togekiss just yet. I Again, we've talked about Togekiss. I really want to play Togekiss. But the Bronzong build itself hasn't motivated me yet. I still think it relies a tad too much on... It's either going to be really clunky or it's a huge energy denial. Or, eh. I haven't, I haven't quite motivated myself to play it yet, the current iteration of Togekiss. But I've loved Victini VMAX. You toss in a Heatran, toss in a Rashizard. I play it with Ninetales, like a couple people do that have been very successful. It's really fun, and I need to get you to try it, Joe, because Victini VMAX is... You said it was your star card coming out of Battle Styles, and it's a really yeah. cool deck, man. Yeah, I'd like to try some Rapid Strike Urshifu, but those parts are just typically expensive, so... I get next best thing, like I said, I'm still high on Victini, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Myself. Yeah, and and it's not a difficult deck to play. You know how fire decks usually tend to be, and two twenty is just a good number right now because it knocks out Urshifu, it knocks out Dragapult, it knocks out not the V Maxes, but it, it. If you get going, which Victini being a two energy cost is pretty effective. If you get rolling, it really is a smooth sailing deck for the most part. Your 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 game plan doesn't change. However, you do have the options of a Reshazard when you're going up against like a, we joked the other day about Excadrill, right? Mill Excadrill. 140 is a tough number for Victini, 
But for Resh's art, it's a little bit of a different story. It's the same thing going against like Mad Party and things like that. I guess Victini already knocks out Mad Party, but having Heatran, having Reshazard, I actually don't even really feel the need to have Heatran. It's helped me once or twice, but I, I'm going to look into seeing if me personally, I can replace that with a different slot. But it, it's cool. It's cool. I want to try out Rapid Strike Urshifu as well. Just like you said, it, it's tough to necessarily get all the pieces. And... I I wonder if the prices are going to fall right now because Urshifu Rapid Strike isn't too expensive, right? Have you seen what it is currently? I have not. I'm going to look it up right now. So Rapid Strike Urshifu, its V is about $10. And let's see. Urshifu VMAX is about $25. So it is on a little more of the pricey end. It's it's pricey. That's more than what Buzzwall was when it first came out. Yeah, so you're looking at essentially about a hundred bucks to get those first seven or eight cards out of the deck. And you know how cheap I am sometimes. So I, I I unfortunately won't be able to get that yet. Yeah, not yet. And and even if it doesn't, there's gonna be spread stuff. There's gonna be stuff out there. We know that as Rapid Strike evolves as a mechanic, however long they decide to do it. We're going to have sorts of spread. We're going to have sorts of that that interesting damage placement. So even if Rapid Strike isn't the deck that you end up going with, I think that there will be plenty of options, I think. The plan on the docket today is we have a boatload of cards to show you. We have a ton of different posts that have come out in the past week since we recorded last. There have been a few tournaments, highlights. Um, there was a tournament that had about 500 people where Mad Party won which was pretty sweet. Um, I've seen Cricketune start to kind of creep into a few more lists as the meta moves on. Uh, Cricketune V allows you to draw until you have three cards in your hand once per turn. Other than that, uh, we've seen a lot more Mewtwo variants float around again. I told you, Joe, I saw a Rillaboom Mewtwo that played Baby Rillaboom and a bunch of GXs that use colorless attacks. We know that Victini is paired up well with Mewtwo. We know that uh, Reshazard and Picaram there's a lot of Mewtwo pairs going around right now. And I imagine it's just because of Urshifu, right? I mean, not just, but it definitely helps, right? Uh, yeah, it does, definitely does help. Uh, so you so said you're hitting Urshifu for weakness, so. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Mewtwo's available to hit so for weakness. It's so, it's so versatile, really. It is. It really is. And, and until it rotates... It's always going to be as versatile. That 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 card has just always stayed at its peak, and I've really enjoyed it because it hasn't gotten broken because it's a difficult card to play. You know, because you have to be good with your deck, you have to know your matchups. But those are the cards that that's a healthy, strong card. And I I just Mewtwo's been around for a while, well, but it, shoutouts to Mewtwo because I love it, that card. It runs into the Zoroark uh, phenomenon or Zoroark theory, right? Zoroark paired with a lot of other good things you can have you can have a mewtwo deck but that mewtwo deck can be like 20 different variants it makes other cards good yeah like the variant we saw i was looking at with the rillaboom played a dragonite gx and incineroar gx i mean shoot mewtwo made that charizard gx card good that did 300 damage Mm -hmm. normally that would be a terrible card because it's a stage two but because you have mewtwo's ability you don't have to worry about it so yeah, I agree. Just like Zoroark, Mewtwo makes other cards better, which is awesome. 
other than that, though, you know, kind of run-of-the-mill meta stuff. Mewtwo, Eternatus, ADP Zacian, Victini, Rapid Strike Urshifu. These are some trends that we've seen over the past couple of weeks. I am a fan of where the Battle Styles meta is currently. I think there is just enough. I think there's about five or six archetypes that you could tell me won an event, and I wouldn't hesitate, which is when the meta is usually in a pretty good spot. Uh, I'd love to see less crushing hammers. That's just going to be a thing until it's not. Other than that, I, I think the meta's in a pretty decent spot. Moving on to the cards, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take it by Poke Beach Post. As you know, we do use Poke Beach as our main source of news, so shout-outs to them. Uh, without them and Poke Guardian and other sites like that, we would not be able to get the information we have in front of us when we need it, so shout-outs to them. We are going to start with Shiftry, Grappleocked, Hypno, and Weavile. These are all stage ones and twos, respectively, that will be showing up in our June set, assumably. Shiftry is a stage two dark type with 150 HP for one dark energy, 10 goodbye. I wonder how that's going to translate. If your opponent's active Pokemon has any damage counters on it, return that Pokemon and all cards attached to it into your opponent's hand. For one dark two colorless, a winter whirlwind, 130 damage, discard a card from your opponent's hand without looking. It's weak to grass and has a retreat of three. Joe, Shiftry is, I mean, stage two aside, let's talk about the card first before we take into stage two, because we know stage two obviously lowers the quality of a card in terms of playability. In terms of the attacks, is 10 goodbye a strong enough attack for one energy? For you to play a card like this yeah well it i think it's trying to recreate the old shift for you right where the you play with force giant plants because it was a dual type oh yeah. yeah so it's basically a recreation of that thing except it's an attack ability yeah there was an old shift tree was it from x and y i think it was i'll pull well, up while you're talking yeah it's, it's from the x and y era of cards i believe and people paired it with force of giant plants and it got Banned and expanded with Forest Giant Plants, I think, because you evolved all the way up, and its ability was put your opponent's active Pokemon and all cards attached to it in their hand. So if you're going first and you forward the Giant Plants everything, then Shift Tree was broken because you just try to evolve up to the point that your po- that your opponent has some more Pokemon left on the bench or inactive, so you win the game. Uh, so that was pretty broken, but I think they unbanned it ever since they just banned Forest of Giant Plants because that was just more the more toxic of the two. Yeah, I agree. And I think looking back at it, you're thinking of, and Ibby posted this in here too. I was actually looking at it on TCG Player. You were close to the era. This is actually a black and white shiftery. Oh, uh, okay. And it was dark type. The dual type one did something a little a little differently but this one it was a dark type and it had a it was a coin flip ability yeah th- there was some interaction where it came in way too early and way too soon well, i'm trying to see just now that we're on the topic of shiftry um i think there's a lot of shifters with a decent ability actually uh let me see if i can find yeah i don't know we need to look back and see but shifter nonetheless what do you think of the dark type one just in general the one that we're talking about right now it's all right. Like uh, the, the 
we had this conversation about stage twos last time was like we know how difficult it is and we're gonna kind of bypass that but if you're gonna give me a, a stage two give me a one or two energy attack don't give me three yeah and, and one energy is decent to kind of get it back into the hand but you're right 130 for three yes you discard a card um and this shift you just followed the trend of past dark type shifteries um there's a couple of them that have done something similar to that but yeah it's it's a run-of-the-mill card. Shifter is awesome. There have been some really effective shifters in the past, but without being a grass-type and having Forest of Giant Plants or having any acceleration to evolve like that, it just kind of is where it's at. If you're making me play three energy costs, dark colors, colorless, I better darn be able to pick any card I want from that person's hand instead of one at random. That's very, that's very true. It's a very true fact to add to it. Next up, we have Grapple Locked. Grapple Locked is 140 HP Stage 1. Fighting type has the ability Grappling Master. If this Pokemon is your active, your opponent's... I'm going to say that one more time. Next up, we have Grapple Locked. Grapple Locked is a Stage 1 Fighting Pokemon with 140 HP. It evolves from Calabapus. has the ability Grappling Master. If this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, your opponent's active Pokemon's retreat cost is increased by two. For one fighting and two colorless, Synchro Buster, 80 damage, and if you have the same amount of cards in your hand as your opponent's, it does 80 more. It's weak to Psychic and a retreat of three. Grappling Master is a neat ability. Uh, We've seen cards like Absol in the past that add to retreat cost of your opponent's active. However, again, similar to Shiftry, at least in my perspective, three energy for 80, maybe 160 at best, is just not good enough because, again, you're talking about three energy for potentially 160 because getting your hand at the same size as your opponents, we don't have a lot of cards that help us with that anymore. Kind of like when we had Marshadow, when we had N. Copycat, but... We copycat, like, we have copycat, I guess, but... Yeah, but Judge, we had Judge. Like, this is the exact same attack that Shiftry GX had, and I know a couple of our local players really tried hard to make it work, and, like, it turned out okay. But it ran into the Stage 2 problem, but 3 energy for trying to get 160 with a a near-impossible task of trying to match hands, it's just... No. You're playing with fire a lot. And it's just not... I just don't think it's... It's too hard to manage. Yeah, it's just not worth it, I don't think. I don't I don't think, at least. It, it turns something basically with... It turns into more of a headache. It, it brings a headache deck. I would agree. It's too much work for not enough damage. Next up, we have Hypno. Hypno is a 110 HP Psychic Stage 1. For one Psychic Hypnosis, put your active your opponent's active to sleep. And for one Psychic as well, Wake Up Slap. 30 damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is affected by a special condition, it does 90 more. Then remove all special conditions from that Pokemon. Weak to Dark, Retreat of 2. Uh, I, and looking at Hypno, I don't think it's necessarily about the first attack. I think it's about pairing it with cards that give special conditions one energy for 120 is a very very attractive ratio i don't know i just maybe 120 just isn't a good enough number in itself right 
Uh, not as much anymore, but like this is what I expect from a stage one. Something with relative, like it, it's built in with your sleep mechanic, right? At least you got if it, worst comes to worst, you can put it to sleep. But the secondary attack is it just paired nicely. I think it's a very well thought out card. It won't, I don't think it'll be played much, but it's well thought of for that way. I agree. This is a well designed card. Energy cost, energy cost, retreat, HP. The HP is actually pretty low at one ten, but yeah, creative. It's, it's a very creative card, and I really like it. I think it's a it's a card that I enjoy. It's not going to be very good, but I think it's pretty cool. Finally, we have Weavile. Weavile is 110 HP water type. Stage 1 rapid strike card. For one colorless, two hit KO. If the defending Pokemon takes damage from one of your rapid strike Pokemon during your next turn, it is knocked out. For one water, nasty plot. Search your deck for up to two cards, put them into your hand. It's got a weakness to metal and a retreat of one. Shiftry is... Or not Shiftry, Weavile, I apologize. Weavile, two-hit KO is a really fascinating attack. I also like Nasty Plot as well. I think this is actually a really cool, almost like a supportive card. I would think this card is really, really cool if it had free retreat. Obviously, Weavile is fast enough to reach that. And although Pokemon doesn't necessarily line up the trading card game with the speed stats of each Pokemon. Um, hmm. Has given Weavile free retreat before, but giving free retreat to this might be a little too strong. Yeah, I guess. Because, I mean, yeah, this card's in a weird spot. This card's in a very weird spot because you use two hit KO as an attack and your opponent hits you next turn. I think this is definitely techable, though, right? Yeah, I I don't see a problem with it. Um, I probably do some research and check if there are any Pokemon cards that kind of well we know Absol exists that helps increase it, but anything that would stop a retreat from happening, or I mean, scoop. you have I guess Grapple locked it, but it's more of like I don't know. Well, Grapple yeah. only works for the active. Right, so it, it is it's a tricky situation. We're we're in a heavy switch era, so it's like with escape rope, with switch, with air balloon, with a uh, scoop up net for that matter. I don't know. There, there's something there, but it it takes some time to look deep in the in the previous sets. Well, what also matters is if the it says the defending Pokemon, so. If the defending Pokemon retreats next turn, is it still considered the defending Pokemon? Because Rapid Strike plays with a lot of Snipe. I would probably think not. We'd have to ask Ryan to figure that out. Yeah. I'm assuming because, like, it's the same thing with status conditions, right? Once you bring it to the bench, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So I would assume it would be the same kind of mentality rule set because you retreated it, right? It's back in your Pokeball. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. And I guess that's something we'll have to update you on as we move forward. Next up, we're going to go through some evolution lines. I am going to be skipping the baby Pokemon in the middle evolutions of the ones we're about to list. Uh, we Let's have Tackle. Yeah, no, we don't need to worry about Tackle. We have a Cinderace line. We have a Lycanroc line. We have a Rillaboom line. 
Um, and we have a Malamar line, but we're not going to spend any time with the baby forms. Except for Rock Rough. Not Rock Rough. Oh, look at that card. It's playing in the snow. It's a beautiful card, but not good enough to talk about in an audio is. show. In an audio yeah. show. We're going to start with Cinderace. Cinderace is 170 HP. Single Strike Stage 2 has the ability Adrenaline Power. This Pokemon's attacks do 30 more damage for your opponent's active to your opponent's active for each prize card your opponent has already taken. For one fire and a colorless, fireball shoot 150, and this Pokemon cannot attack during your next turn. It's weak to water and a retreat of one. Now I'm going to pair this up with Rillaboom just for the sake of compressing the, the conversation. Rillaboom is 180 HP rapid strike, so it's kind of the the uh, the other side of this. We don't have uh, Inteleon, but we do have Rillaboom and Cinderace. Rillaboom, stage two, rapid strike. One grass, one colorless, wood drain, 60 damage, heal 30 from this Pokemon. Two grass, one colorless, surging beat, 120 damage. You may discard any number of energy cards attached to your Pokemon in play. If you do, this attack does 30 more damage for each card discarded. So looking at the two. So Rillaboom has this three energy attack, which grass is not hard at all to accelerate to and can hit some pretty decent numbers, especially with the fact that you don't have to discard energy from Rillaboom itself. Cinderace, Cinderace, its ability is cool too. I, I guess the question again is, Cinderace can hit some pretty high numbers late game, assuming you're behind, and Rillaboom can hit some really good numbers with Cherim, with Baby Rillaboom, with a ton of stuff. What are your comments on either of these cards? Uh, they're they're tough ones to deal with. Um, you we run into the same thing. You have your mustard, so it's always nice to have something like that. But going to that situation seems pretty tough to mustard those things in the discard pile. Um, if I were to pick one or the other that I would play a deck around, I honestly would pick Cinderace over Rillaboom. Really? Yeah. I would have guessed the other way around. Because I guess with Cinderace, Cinderace, it can't attack every turn. And if you get ahead, the card becomes inherently, like, it plateaus. But Rillaboom, I mean, Rillaboom with Cherim, you could hit some nasty numbers with that thing, right? Yeah, the hardest part is getting those energies back into your hand to put them down. Yeah, and I guess, well, well you do have a like, I guess recycler, I, you have. Yeah, but like... I, I think the biggest thing where I'm looking at is I, I tried making Bulu work, and if Bulu can't work, I don't think Rillaboom will. Well, Bulu... Um, Bulu might have been tougher because you have to discard from it itself. And I guess Rillaboom's a stage two, but it's the same argument as... Rillaboom's argument's the same as... Uh, I'm going to say this lightly. It's not the same because one's a basic and one's a stage two. It's the same premise as Blacephalon, correct? Baby Blacephalon? Yeah. You have to attach it to your 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 bench or anywhere. I'm just saying, like, you can discard an energy from anything with Rillaboom. Yeah. Isn't that similar to Blacephalon, I guess? Or GX, right? It'd be GX. Yeah, and then we'll go to the Lost Zone. But you had crystals and things like that to get those yeah. things back in your hand. Yeah, uh, you I, energy retrieval, I guess. 
I I think discarding thirty per is fair, but I don't think it's enough for me. Like you'd need four to knock out a V, and you'd need seven to knock out a V max. Yeah, like the 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 thing is with Cinderace, I know where I'm capped at. With Rillaboom, you always feel like you want to t- attempt and feel like you want to knock out. It, you have this feeling that you want to just go for a one-hit knockout, but you, it's hard to do that. And it's, I think, to me, more frustrating to think I can hit a one-hit knockout if I really potentially want to or try to get to it. But more times than not, I'm going to feel unsuccessful. Where with Cinderace, we have we have switches, we have escape ropes. So there's always ways for me to refresh that attack a lot easier than trying to find four or five en- or seven energy. That's fair. I understand that. I think I'm wasting too many resources trying to find out one-hit knockouts than comparing to two-hit knockout with Cinderace. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I can, I can see that. I, I, I love Rillaboom, but your points are pretty valid. I think that's why I went, yeah, that's why I went with Cinderace versus Rillaboom. Yeah, I, I honestly think that's a fair argument. I, I would have picked Rillaboom, but I, I think the argument for Cinderace is pretty, pretty valid. Moving on next, we'll go to the stage ones here. We have Lycanroc and Malamar. Like Your Rock is a 120 HP stage 1 single strike fighting type card. For 2 fighting Rogue Fang. 80 damage plus 10 for each single strike in your discard pile. Retreat uh, retreat of 2, weak to grass. Malamar is a stage 1 rapid strike psychic type. It's got 120 HP and for 1 psychic energy rapid tentacles. 40 damage. You may reveal as many rapid strike cards from your hand as you like. This attack does 40 damage times the number of cards you reveal. Weak to dark, retreat of three. So we have a rapid strike psychic type card that builds off of the cards in your hand. And we have a single strike card that builds off of the cards in your discard pile. Looking at Lycanroc, I really think the attack is cool. I think having single strike Pokemon in your discard pile, we we know there's plenty of decks that have done this. Night March. Uh, lost, lost part, lost, uh, lost march in a much different way. Um, Trash Lanch had items, Mad Party. We had, we've had tons of stuff that builds off of the discard pile. Uh man, is ten just a little too late? Like, it, t- is ten just not enough? So here, I'm. This is gonna pain me to say this. Malmar is a better variant, and this is the reason why. Uh, well, there's a couple reasons. First, 10 plus is tough to deal with, in my opinion. Uh, or 80 plus 10. I just don't feel like it's enough output for this next reason why. is because for each single strike Pokemon in your discard pile. Right. So you have to get Pokemon. So your supporters' items don't really count. Where Malamar is rapid strike cards from your hand. Supporters, items, uh, Pokemon. There's a lot more easier ways to have rapid strike cards in your hand. It is compared to having single strike Pokemon in your discard pile. Mm -hmm. Because at least the rapid strike cards in your hand can be put to use to something where a bunch of a lot of times I'm assuming that the things you're putting for single strike Pokemon in your discard pile, I don't think there's enough utility single strike pokemon to do something like that 
Yeah, I agree. I think I, I love Malamar. Malamar's awesome. One energy cost. To, I mean, the coolest part about it is there's no like troll coin flips attached to it. There's nothing. Malamar is a super fun deck, and it that's a fun deck, man. And like you know, worst case scenario, if you have a bunch of rapid strike cards in your hand and you attack with those, and you put them back in your deck, and you have one uh, octillery. Next turn, you just bring in up a, a mustard, and you put them on the bench, and you have five cards in your hand again. So yeah, again, it's awesome. I love that card. I think it's. I think this is actually a card that could be explored. You know what? This might be a good partner with me and Shao. I agree. I, I think it's just a good partner for card. I think one psychic energy is so easy to accommodate for. It's it's so tough to to talk about single single prize cards because it's very hard for them to break the meta itself. That being said, though, Malamar is a card that will be explored. That's just a, this well, is a dope card. If, if you're looking to fight against something that has a psychic weakness or Shifu, then this is probably your attack. Yeah, I love it. I really do. Especially with the new special energies that we probably might as well just go into. Yeah, we will. We're actually going to go into them next. Um, we did get new single strike and rapid strike special energies. Note, these cannot be searched with any of the current uh, tutoring or recursion cards for both single and rapid strike. They have different names. Um, first, we will go with the single strike. We have impact energy. Well, the rapid strike should be called because it's a single strike card now. Huh? The rapid strike energy should be going for it. Can go because it's a single Octillery can search it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Octillery can search it. First up, we will start with single strike. This is impact energy. This card states, as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, has to be single strike. This card provides every type of energy, but only provides one energy at a time. If this Pokemon is poisoned, it can no longer be poisoned. On the flip side, Rapid Strike, very similarly, counts as every type of energy, but only one at a time for a Rapid Strike Pokemon. But you cannot be paralyzed anymore. These cards are really interesting because they kind of serve that Aurora rainbow energy role where they can count as any type of energy, any any grass, dark, fighting, fire, water, whatever you want it to be. Uh, and it keeps you away from certain status conditions. Paralysis is definitely more prevalent. These cards will see play because they will count as any type of energy but will they see enough play to like if you're playing single strike are you playing a one of a two of impact energy absolutely if you're building those techable decks remember we're our biggest complaint for any other rapid strike or single strike card that wasn't grass or sorry it wasn't water or fighting or darker fighting it's like what why is the why would i play these cards if it's harder to synergize now they gave us this energetic energy to play those techable cards. So our biggest, com- like for example, uh, Malamar, we don't have a psychic rapid strike card. Now we do. So we're worried about tucking in a psychic card. Great, we can use it towards Malamar. But worst case scenario, we don't need Malamar. We can still count as a fighting energy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, these are all, these are cool cards. These are really interesting. I- I'm curious to see how they're going to be played. Uh, they don't have the same impact that rapid and single strike energy have, but they provide their own role nonetheless. And because of the meta we're moving into, where Pokemon clearly is pushing this this block of cards that focus around single and rapid strike, I'm excited to see how they're played. 
Next up, we'll go into the tools. Again, you'll notice these are very one-to-one. -one. We're gonna kind of getting one on both sides of the table. Single strike scroll of stab. What a name that is. If you attach this tool to a single strike Pokemon, it gains this attack. One fighting or one fire, sorry, one fire, two colorless, overreach. 120 damage, and it isn't impacted by weakness, resistance, or any other effects. So it's a flat 120 for three. On the Rapid Strike side, you have Rapid Strike Scroll of Skies. This is a tool that provides the attack Flying Suplex. One Lightning, one Colorless, 10 damage. This attack does 50 more damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active. The Rapid Strike one is way better. Because not only do you have these special energies that can give you the lightning type whenever you want, but it's two energy and it can surpass 120 pretty easily with some of the bigger threats out there. What's your opinion on them? Uh, I think the rapid strike is better. And I just is feeling this suspicion as we're going on describing all these cards. I just feel that Rapid Strike is getting stronger and stronger while Single Strike is being left in the dust. And I'm starting to feel that big divide as more cards I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. It's just so much more versatile, dude. It's so much more versatile. There's so much more to do with it. I, I agree. I think it's crazy. It's, it's kind it's of confusing me because it seemed like when the, when the Rapid or the Single Strike stuff came out first. Like rapid strike seemed, or sorry, single strike seemed like the thing to do, but as time goes on, rapid strike just seems stronger and stronger. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I really would. And for time wise, uh, we won't talk too long because we're already, dude, we're already like forty minutes in. This is gonna be way one of our longest Ooh. episodes in a long time. But that's because these cards are really good. Yeah, there's a lot of cool cards to look at. But we'll move on to the supporters. Um, the first one, we'll go to single strike. We have Flannery. It is a supporter single strike card. It states, choose a special energy attached to one of your opponent's Pokemon and any stadium and discard them. The rapid strike card is Siebold. I think that's how you say it. It's a supporter. Choose up to two of your rapid strike Pokemon in play and heal 60. There's not a whole lot to say from these cards. These are just kind of techs. Rapid strike gets some heal. Single strike gets some disruption and removal. They're pretty average, pretty straightforward. I see them as a one-of. I see Siebold being played more than Flannery. Yes, especially because if you play with these baby prizers, 60 damage from two Pokemon is, is pretty, pretty, pretty okay. We will move on into some new cards. Again, Galarian Slowking. Galarian Slowking is a stage one dark type with 120 HP, has the ability Secret Medicine. Once during your turn, you may choose one of your Pokemon, flip a coin, and if heads, restore 90. If tails, place three damage counters on that Pokemon. For one dark, two colorless, spray fluid, 90 damage. Weak to fighting, retreat a three. This is just troll, right? We don't need to go any further than that. Not really. I, I don't know why Pokemon poops on Slowking and Slowbro all the time. They just make them trolls, and I think it just is what it is. Yeah. Okay. It's Slowking. Next up, we have an item called Survival Kit. Survival Kit states, look at the bottom three cards of your deck and place them on top of your deck in any order. When we talked about this card, Joe, you pretty much said it's like kind of like an anti-Marnie. 
because if you get Marty, lose your cards, and you have an ability to draw, all you got to do is play this item, and you can just get the cards that you once had, right? Assuming the ones you shuffled were in that spot. Assuming the but, ones you shuffled were in that spot. Well, put it, put it this way. Your odds are increased because you know what cards are in the bottom, what, four, five, or six? So yeah. the odds are good that you might hit one of the cards you needed. That's true. I mean, this is this card screams like control or something like that, you know? I, yeah, I I can see this being played just like I said anti Marnie, and then you have your Jirachi Amazing Rare or Jirachi Seller Wish or even Oran Guru can stack anything you want. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited about this card. Yeah, oh, I, I think care. it's a cool card indeed. Moving forward, we find a pretty interesting archetype. We have the Weezing lines. We have both a Weezing and Galarian Weezing. Again, I will skip coughing. Weezing, normal Weezing, 130 HP stage one. Dark type, for one dark energy, blend toxin. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now confused, and you can attach a dark energy from your discard pile to this Pokemon. For one dark one, colorless, smog burst, 20 damage. This attack does 20 more for each dark energy attached to your Pokemon in play. Weak to fighting, retreat of two. Galarian Weezing, same HP, 130, has the ability Energy Factory. Each basic dark energy attached to your Pokemon with Weezing in its name provides two dark energies. You cannot apply more than one Energy Factory at a time. And then for one dark, one colorless, 50 damage. So you have Weezing's Energy Factory ability in comparison to the other Weezing, which has the attack that does 20 plus 20 for each dark energy. Sort of like Cinderace, sort of like Malamar. This is another fun stage one-ish baby deck, yeah? Yeah, there's a lot of potential synergy in this whole thing. Granted, we know that it only applies to Weezing cards, but even having Weezing and then maybe attacking in Greninja Zorak GX that does more damage based on the number of dark energies you have. Like there's a I think there's a lot of cool synergies here that could be very useful, um, and this could be its own deck at a, at a point as well. I totally agree. I think Weezing itself is really cool. Being able to stack energy is awesome. I think they've really given some love to Weezing as of late, so I'm excited for a card like this. Again, we're seeing some really cool single prize cards that make you go, oh, this would be fun to play. So that's pretty awesome. Lastly, we have one more pair of cards. We have Liopard V. Liopard V is a dark type 190 HP. Basic has the ability Concealing Claw. Once during your turn, when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench, you may discard one Pokemon tool card attached to any Pokemon in play, yours or your opponent's. For one dark, two colorless, Shadow Reaper, 110, and you can return this card and all cards attached to it into your hand. Weak to Grass, Retreat of One. Joe, what do you think of Liopard? Unnecessary. <laughs> that's that's fair. We have Tool Scrapper. We do. So we probably don't need Liopard. Again, like... No, I, can, always... I, can, I can do two tools, including my own, and I don't have to play a two-prizer to do it. That's fair. And I don't have to give it three energy to get it back into my hand. Yeah. If this was like a rapid or single strike, you know, you'd start to, you'd start to talk about that because then, like, you could do, like, Rapid Strike Energy, and then um, 
spiral energy you could mess around with that in like a toolbox but with it being just a normal liopard it's like meh this is just liopard it's a nice coaster it definitely is and then we have tauros tauros is a colorless basic 130 hp for two colorless raging bull 20 plus 20 for each damage counter on this pokemon and then you confuse yourself so at maximum you're hitting 260 for two colorless, take down 80 damage, and it damages 30 to itself. Weak to fighting, retreat to two. Uh, I, again, Raging Bull is a cool attack, but 130 is a pretty low HP, and it's probably pretty easy just to knock this thing out. Probably, but this could probably pair nicely with the Houndoom. Oh, you're totally, damage, yeah. Because you get damage counters on yourself. Yeah, it's easy to accelerate that, and you get a damage boost because of it, so I, I agree. I think, I think Tauros is is a fine card. It's a fine card. And with Tauros, that pretty much wraps us up today. I mean, this is the first day in a while that we've had a really giant selection of cards, and a lot of them were in a lot of good conversations. So if you haven't been able to, go check them out on Poke Beach, Poke Guardian, wherever you get your TCG news. Joe, do you have anything left to say before we get out of here? Just about the cards that we reviewed... Chasing the same thing as battle styles. There's a lot of cool single prize archetypes that if you want to play something fun, there's something available, which means this is make the next set game just as exciting that if there's something fun you want to play, including these cards that came out like Weezing or Malamar, there's something for everybody to play and somewhat still viable. I agree. I'm excited too, man. These sets, I just really hope we're in person by June and I'm, I'm ready to go, dude. These cards are awesome. With that all being said, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode again. As always, I never want to forget to thank you all for supporting the show as we move forward every single week. It is very, very much appreciated that when we take the time to record this show out of the enjoyment for the card game, that we have people listening that enjoy the card game just like us. So again, thank you all so much for the support. We hope you enjoy your weekend. We hope you stay safe. We hope you play Pokemon, and we'll see you next week.